Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. As you can imagine, Sarah and I are going to talk about the Community Foundation response to COVID-19. And as always, please stick with us until the end when we're going to talk to you about what we're looking forward to in the next few weeks in this time of social distancing. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Randy. (laughs) This is so weird. This is so weird. So for those of you who are loyal um, listeners, Sarah and I are usually together when we record the Good Works podcast, but we are not together today. We are doing this um, from two very different spaces. Sarah's at home and I am in our office where we are taking turns coming in so that we can make things happen here. So I'm actually sitting on the floor where I'm closer to the carpet to have less echo. Um, I hope it works, friends. <laughs> and I'm in my little makeshift home office slash homeschool office. Um, after I get done with a podcast this morning, I have to go down for a few minutes and get my kiddo kicked off with his assignments for the day. So this is this is just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really different kind of time. Yeah, it is. Sarah, how are you holding up right now? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good for the most part. Um, it's, it's just really, really strange. Like one moment I find myself like settling in kind of to this new normal that hopefully won't last that long. And then we get some more information. Um, and like, I'm, I feel like I'm thrown right back into, um, it just feeling very surreal and, um, not, not so much panicky, but just, um, it's just a very unnerving time. It really is. Um, yeah. And it's unnerving for everyone. Like, I can't imagine. So we're a week into this now. And Sarah, can you talk to us about um, what the Community Foundation has done to respond immediately to COVID? Kind of what have we done for the last week? Sure. So um, first thing last week, we um, got our sort of brain trust together Um those of us at the at the foundation got together and talked about what do we need to do, what does the community need from from us, and and what do our nonprofits need. Um, so we came up with three um, three different things that we are we are doing, and we kicked off straight away. The first is a weekly check in call with our nonprofits. Um, that's going to be held um, or is being held every Wednesday morning at nine thirty a.m. Um, we're using Zoom as our platform to see and speak to um, any of our nonprofit friends who just want to check in and give updates. There's really no set agenda because the information is changing so fast. We just want to be able to support them and give them a platform to just talk with each other. Um, the second part is our mini grant program. Um, we've set aside some funding to allow nonprofits to apply for up to $1,000 to help with expenses related to any kind of telecommuting costs, since most of us are having to work remotely and aren't quite set up for it. Um, and that might include uh, subscriptions to video conferencing or um, laptops or iPads, things like that to enable uh, working from home a little bit easier. We even um, supported a mini grant for um caseworkers who need to be at home but still need to talk to their clients. So um, they requested some 
um, I guess they're like track phones and um, where minute cards are purchased. So just really different creative ways to help with that telecommuting stuff. And then the third part is more of a community program where I think we've been seeing it in times of in times of tragedy and crisis you see the good and the bad come out of people and and fortunately I've seen a lot of good so we wanted to help support those good things um, and it's more of a uh, we're calling them micro grants for individuals and they are for creative community service so this could be um, like one art teacher for instance is putting together, art packs for um, kids who are having to be at home um, because of school closures. Um, It could be putting together care packages for the elderly um, in your neighborhood, any kind of really sweet, kind gesture. Um, And so those grants are up to $250 per individual. Um, And for those opportunities, you can just go to our website at www.communityfund.org. Um, and look for the grants that we have and all the information and applications are on the website for you. Excellent. I have been so proud of you, Sarah, um, for how quickly you've responded. Um, On Friday, I signed checks. So really these dollars are going out the door immediately. Um, So you're, yeah, note to the world, Sarah is absolutely (laughs) a rock star when it comes to emergency grant making. Um, (laughs) Well, I think we're fortunate, though, because we kind of had these systems set up, um, obviously not for this, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in, in other ways to be able to respond to our nonprofits in a pretty quick manner. So um, it's just a matter of shifting just a little bit so we can get those that money out. Well, thank you for that. Um, yeah. So as I think about this week, every week, as this unfolds, there will be more and more information. Um, so I want to make sure that people know the things that we launched last week are still continuing. Um, that wasn't a quick, you know, that wasn't meant to last just for a short time. Um, those things are still available to our, our community. Um, but as this week unfolds, who knows what's to come? Uh, we're really looking forward to that call on Wednesday morning to see what the next set of needs are. And so I'm guessing that by the end of this week, we'll be announcing some more things. We just don't know quite what they are yet. (laughs) Uh, So over the weekend, um, and actually starting later last week, I started thinking a lot about we're seeing so many wonderful resources online pop up. So if people are connected via social media, I don't know if their feeds are as full as mine are or yours, Sarah, with coping mechanisms. Um, Things around uh, reaching out. There are online support groups for anxiety and depression and for people who struggle with addiction. Um, A lot of things that we're used to being able to get out of the house to help ourselves um, with are now moving, uh, migrating, uh, migrating online. So please be looking for those. But it has popped into my mind, and we talked about this a bit, Sarah. I am a little nervous, as many people are. Actually, I should say I'm really nervous about homes where um, people really aren't safe, right? Like we know in the best of times that we're worried about families that experience domestic violence. Um, And so right now we have a situation where there are a lot of people that are in situations that are really, really scary beyond the scariness of a global pandemic. So I want to make sure that a different message gets out. And that is a message not to those who are the victims of abuse, but rather to those who actually um, are abusers. 
So for, for the time being, um, what we need people to understand, and I think Brene Brown in her recent podcast episode that Sarah and I have both listened to, and I think yeah. highly recommend it, um, <laughs> she said something and it, it really is resonating with me. And it's, don't be scary when you're scared. Everyone has a different way of handling stress. And for some people, it's, you know, to go for a run. For other people, it's to bake or to take a nap or, you know, read a book or reach out to a friend. There are as many ways to handle stress as there are people alive. However, for some people, stress means that they get, they lash out at the people closest to them. And what we need people to understand right now is those types of stress management techniques, which are never okay, are beyond the pale um, off the limits, right, off limits right now. So for someone who's listening to this and thinks, I know someone who, boy, they do tend to lash out when they're nervous. Those people need our attention more than ever right now. They need extra care and love and calls to protect the people around them. So I know normally on this podcast, we try to stay pretty upbeat and pretty positive, but I want us to all understand we play a role. If you know you live next door to people that perhaps in other times you've said, well, it's really none of my business, or I think things happen over there that I, boy, I wish they didn't happen. Now it is our business, but we can't necessarily, you know, take physical action. Right. But we can take emotional action. Was that one of your pups? That's one of my dogs. Oh, <laughs> so sad. That's one of Sarah's dogs, one of her puppies saying, yes, take care it's of everyone howling. around you. Um, so I'm going to say that this week's mantra, um, and each week we'll set a new one, but this week's um, is don't be scary when you're scared. Everyone can and can work a little harder to love everyone around them. And that goes... Um, a message I really want people to hear that are typically, you know, not inclined toward healthy stress management. Yeah, I think I think probably, you know, for a lot of people, well, all of us, um, this is our first time. Yes. <laughs> and that's another it's another Brene thing. It's her FFT, and I'm not gonna say the first F. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna change it so you you can guess what the first F is, but um, let's go with TFT, and that's terrible first time. So all of us are in this terrible first time um, of experiencing quarantine and social distancing and stuff like that. And so for folks who um, are already um, prone to lashing out because of stress and things like that, they are in a really, really, really terrible first time mm-hmm. uh, and, and likely trying to hold it together as much as possible. But um, let's just remember those folks and, um, do what we need to do to make sure their, their household is holding yeah. it together. Oh, well, so in that vein, what are you doing, Sarah? What are you looking forward to in the next few weeks? That's going to help you be, um, you know, kind and gentle to your dogs and to Aiden. Uh, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the time when, you know, we can be with each other again. Um, I'm looking forward to our, the foundation, just all of us being able to eat lunch together mm-hmm. um, without having to stagger work time. Um, I'm looking forward to the time that I can see my kiddo playing with his friends, you know, outside. So um, really, really simple things. 
Um, I love that. Yeah, I, yeah. I share that with you. I'm looking forward to hugging my friends. Um, yeah. I, my husband is not a big hugger and he um, said he's actually missing hugging. So yeah. wow. Ooh, world. That's, big. <laughs> that's big. Okay, everyone. <laughs> Watch out. We have reached the point in a global pandemic that Dustin Hewitt misses hugs. Wow. Um, so <laughs> I will say, I'll share with you and our listeners that um, I've learned something new about myself and that it's, I like some garbage TV. Yes. I usually don't tend to watch a lot of reality shows and don't watch a lot of that. It's just not usually what I turn on, but what is it about the comfort food of watching people on TV, just being weird and dumb? I am hooked. So last night, my family started watching this show on Netflix called The Circle. I don't even know if I can recommend it, but what I can tell you is I'm hooked and I'm embarrassingly hooked. So I look forward to in the coming weeks when I emerge or whenever we do get to emerge from these cocoons and um, I get to talk to people about the garbage TV they consume during this time. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, in the next few weeks, we're going to be communicating with all of you in a lot of ways, um, particularly weekly e-news bulletins, um, many, many social media posts. I will likely be talking to the community again on Thursday morning via Facebook Live to to update everyone. I did that last week and it seemed to be a good good way to get the word out about what's happening. So, um, Sarah, I hope that our next podcast we're recording in the same room. Me too. But if we're not, boy, we're getting okay. Like we're figuring out this technology. And I want to give a shout out to our podcast producer, Sean Lukasik. He's doing a wonderful job of helping us stay connected with our community during this time. And um, his small business Agent marketing has figured out how to handle all of this via distance really quickly for us. So we really appreciate your partnership as well. Um, So with that said, loyal listeners, until next time, when hopefully we will get to hug you in person somewhere, um, this has been the Good Works Podcast. Mm